Hey, this is Billy, and I was a special guest today on Drafty Quarters Podcast Network. I'm also an advocate for the National Suicide Prevention Lifeline, and it's available to you anytime at 1-800-273-TALK. Suicide is a permanent solution to a temporary problem. If you are having thoughts of self-harm, please reach out to the National Suicide Prevention Lifeline at 1-800-273-TALK or 1-800-273-8255. Do me a favor, please add this number as a contact in your phone right now. It will only take one minute and it could save a friend, loved one, or even your own life in times of stress. That's the National Suicide Prevention Lifeline at 1-800-273-TALK or 1-800-273-8255. Thank you. Welcome back to DQB Does, the Drafty Quarters Podcast Network movie review show, where we are hyper horny hybrid clones of your favorite characters. With me this evening is my co-host, Russell. I'm Russell. Not a clone of me. I am me. But I you think. are hy- hyper horny. I mean, I will not confirm or deny that. Okay. Uh, but working yeah. out makes it worse. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> uh, we have a special guest this evening, Bill from Indy. Woo! I'm here. I am also hyper horny. Uh, put on this fresh suit. Got a nice shave now that I know we're on YouTube. Ah, yeah. You prepared for the wrong show. <laughs> this show is audio only. The other show is on God YouTube. damn it. Always backwards. Uh, God damn it. We should probably, like, in the packet that we send people, you know, telling them what they need to be informed about before they come to the show, we should probably give them, tell them, you know, if that show is going to be on video or not. We, we send people a packet. You haven't been sending people a packet? Uh, no. You're the producer. <laughs> That's like your whole job. I am the producer. <laughs> oh, my yeah, God. Didn't you call oh. my secretary and provide my booking fee? Anyway, um, so we're so continuing. Alien <laughs> Resurrection. We're continuing uh, to talk about Aliens, uh, the Alien series. This week, we are doing Alien Resurrection. Came out in 1997. It's rated R, an hour and 49 minutes. Uh, I don't know if there is there a special edition of this one. Seems like there's a special director's cut of all of these. I think you have to find the special edition in Sigourney Weaver's pants. Who does she have to fuck? To, <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> yeah, to get a special edition with extra footage. Yeah. Oh my god. Um, two hundred years after her death. Yeah, we're going. Ellen, uh, Ellen. Far into the future. Ellen Ripley is brought back uh, as a as a clone. You find out later it's a hybrid clone mm-hmm. of the uh, queen that was inside her. And there's also a hybrid clone of the queen with a little bit of Ellen Ripley in it. Yeah. That these, was in her chest. These people did not watch The Fly. No. That's not. Well, they did. But then they were like, what if it sort of almost well, worked? Okay. <laughs> That's but, true. <laughs> but why? They never said why. They were just like, yeah. Or she got how? Well, why, why does the military ever want a crazy killing machine? No, no. Not why they want... I understand they, the corporation wants an alien. Yeah. Why did the cloning rebuilding process of her result in some sort of cross combination? Okay, so they never say in the movie, but my 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 head cannon to get me through this movie was <laughs> was that uh the, the after she had been infected, she like had it in her, and like they like scooped up some fucking molten lead, and they were like, oh man, I fucking hope there's some Ripley DNA in there. And it was a melted combination of her DNA. This isn't how DNA works. Uh, her <laughs> DNA and the alien DNA somehow got m- melted together in a giant smelting plant. Right. Well, first off, you're wrong. 
what happened was, you see what had happened was. Oh, your head cannon. It's like Jurassic Park, where her DNA was incomplete because it was damaged. So they had to splice in amphibian DNA. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. Uh. (laughs) But how they got the alien DNA to... If you can clone her and the alien inside her body... Why would you clone her? Why would you not just clone clone one of the other aliens? Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, also, how did they get her DNA? I mean, she, like, bled sometime, and, I mean, there was, her DNA was on, like, some needles. Yeah. From when so it she took was... them 200 years to figure out how to... Well, they, they took them 200 years to separate, so, like, that comes up later in the movie. God Does damn it? it. Sort of. Oh. She was the eighth try. Yeah. She was the number eighth eight. try in 200 years. I don't know. <laughs> Part of the 200 it's years very was expensive. like you had to like fly. It's space travel, right? So it takes forever to get places. Yeah, because right? we like, don't have faster than light like travel. 50 years in between what alien and one, aliens. Yeah, one and two, 57 years. Yeah. Just like floating through space and yeah. hypersleep. Yeah. So anyway. That's true. <laughs> can I get through this? Yeah. <laughs> uh, so they, they, they clone Ripley, the evil scientist on a military base in the middle of space. Uh, and then the crew from Firefly shows up. Um, <laughs> Dude, I thought the same fucking thing. <laughs> I was like, this is right before he got Firefly pl- produced. So yeah. It's like... literally the fucking crew from Firefly. Um, which, okay, so like this dude, I want to talk about this guy later. But the guy that plays fucking, uh... The guy from, uh, CSI? No. No. Yeah, that's Christy. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. I literally was like, is that Gary the dude CSI? No, uh, Michael Wincott. He played Elgin. I want to talk about him later. Oh, okay. Elgin. Elgin, whatever. Elgin. Fuck kept, you. They kept calling him Elgin. Elgin. No, it's Elgin. And oh. he had a really terrible, like, wannabe Texas accent or something? It's just that guy's voice. Really? Yeah. Uh, I mean, you know him from other stuff. Do I? Yeah. Right, look at, look at him. Look at what he's known for. I don't know how to use IMDb, apparently. Oh, here we go. Oh, Basquiat. He's, certainly he's not Basquiat. That would cause a stink. Let's see. Talk radio. Oh, he's in Nope. I don't recognize any of the shit he's in. Oh, Westworld. He's old, Bill. Yeah, go back. Go way back. Oh, wait. He's the bald guy in Westworld? I've seen him in tons of shit. I just didn't recognize him with hair, apparently. Yeah. County Monte Cristo, Along Came a Spider. Where's the one that I was thinking of? Yeah, he's... Anyway, what? continue your synopsis. He's top dollar in The Crow. Ah. He's like the main bad guy. He's guy of Gisborne and Robin Hood, Prince of Thieves. Okay, so maybe he's really bad at hiding his Texan accent. Yeah, I just love happening. his voice, and he, he has a cool look, and I didn't think he was in enough stuff. That's what I wanted to talk about. Anyway, uh, so the crew from Firefly shows up, and they're like space pirates, um, and they kidnapped a bunch of people that were in hypersleep because they're dicks. <laughs> and, the, and the military's like, we need people to test on. Go, like, nab a fucking civilian cruise ship or something that's in mid-flight and bring them here so we can infect them with aliens because we're smart so that's what they do uh and these people are like they're they want to fix their ship up and a couple of them are super bad troublemakers ron perlman and 
uh, Gary, whatever. Yeah, apparently he's he's real bad. Johnner and yeah, oh my god, this is like the worst acting that I've ever seen out of Ron Perlman. But we'll get to that. We'll get to it. Uh, but Johnner and Christy are like real bad dudes. Um, so, uh, yeah, I mean, like, it goes to shit because it's a fucking alien movie, right? Like, they piss off the aliens. The aliens are like, we're smarter than you. Did you fucking make everything acid proof? You know, we have acid blood, right? You dip shits and, like, stab each other and bleed through the fucking thing and get out into the ship. And yeah, because people are stupid. And they yeah. think they know better than the fucking xenomorphs, and they don't. Yeah, they think they're training them. Yeah, <laughs> the tr- fucking xenomorphs don't need training. They all already <laughs> bad motherfuckers. Okay, goddamn hive mind. Yeah. Uh, so they get out and start killing people, and uh, and like for some reason, Sigourney like Ripley is not only like like connected sort of to the aliens. She also has like the the weird kink that has developed from the H.R. Geiger stuff into, like, weird goth uh, biomech sex stuff. So, like, she's, like, an embodiment of that without the biomech going on. She's, like, just, like, touching herself and being horny all the time. Yeah. And yeah. sniffing the air weird. That's because the director is French. <laughs> no, I'm serious. The director's French. So you yeah, get, no. You get the like just born hot trope. Yeah. That like all weird, creepy French directors do. Yeah. <laughs> and you get like the way over sexualization of Ripley, which yeah. kind of started in Aliens Cubed. But yeah, which was like out of nowhere. Yeah. Um. But anyway, <laughs> and Joss wrote it, so like Joss is up there too. He's like, uh chicks oh um, it's john pierre yeah yeah dude like all of these directors are like legit directors yeah that's fucking and like did a bunch of stuff gonna talk about later yeah. aliens cubed but yeah uh we can talk about it on this one because yeah. <laughs> it's a thing uh but yeah so they you know people start dying uh elgin dies first of the crew um uh dan hadaya I didn't, plays uh, General Perez. He he fucking is re- stupid. He dies pretty horribly. Uh, he gets a good kill in though. He like tosses a grenade into a grenade, fucking atomic bomb. Yeah. <laughs> well, it is the future, Billy. Yeah. <laughs> yeah just, everybody carries a nuke in their pocket. Yeah. <laughs> Fallout, bud. Yeah. Hey. Um. But yeah, I mean, like everybody dies. Uh, eventually, um, I'm skipping most of the movie here. Uh, Ripley ends up. Uh, they they get chased a bunch, and Ripley gets separated from the party. Um, ends up with the queen, and the creepy the guy that plays that always plays the creepy guy. Um, where's he at? What's his fucking name? Brad Dourif uh, played Gettyman. Um, he was the creepy uh, scientist in this one that wanted to make out with the aliens. He narrates. Um, he sort of narrates. Uh, he he says blah blah blah, and they overdub a narration of him saying that uh, stuff about the alien and how it's uh uh changed and become a perfect being and doesn't need eggs anymore it just gives birth like a woman only like if a woman uh like if a human just burst out of their mom's stomach like a fucking chest burster uh but there were aliens in the ambush there were eggs with well, hold on, we'll get to the it being stupid okay. later <laughs> <laughs> Kind so, of flawed last yeah. villain monologue. Yeah, right. So that he's as he's narrating this and be like, oh, this is become the perfect thing. Um uh the a new fucking xenomorph pops out of mom. Uh but it's uh like a saggy tittied like pumpkin head. Uh that's destined like, to live in the alien queen's basement. Yeah. 
Uh, face that no mother could love. Um, <laughs> and then it kills its mother, its actual mother. It yeah kills one of its mothers. The queen gave birth to it. Okay, I'd call that its actual mom. It rips half her fucking head off. Uh, and then uh, it like licks Ripley for some reason. And Super horny. Yeah, the whole movie's super horny. It's not it's, for it's weird not, monsters. It's not like the mother that gave birth. So it's like, mm, stepmom, what are you doing? <laughs> <laughs> Step <And> abomination, <laughs> what are you doing? <laughs> they're so drippy. Yeah, the aliens are so. They're drippy. always they're always super drippy. They're always <laughs> they drippy though. This dri- they're so drippy. Oh no, dude, go! Uh, they're so drippy all the time. I don't, they the, I, I don't, I'm with Billy on this one. I, I I think they doubled the amount of lube they were using. <laughs> yeah, like their whole body is just drip. Like they would like drool acid in the previous movies. This their whole body is just dripping no, had, petroleum jelly. They had the like the petroleum drippies before. It might be more in this movie, but they definitely had it before because like it would like drip on stuff, and that's how you would know they were there before they came out. And, like, it wasn't always the acid, because, like, the acid was their blood, and the, sometimes they would spit it, which only happens once in this, but it happens, and you're like, I forgot they could do that. Oh, yeah. Why didn't he just do that while he was trapped in the cage? Yeah. Of punching the other one in the stomach. Yeah. Anyway. <laughs> it was cool. Uh, <laughs> so they, like, they get away. They get, they get to their ship, and they leave, and, like, but then the door's open, and you're like, why is the door open? Oh, because because the, the fucking the other, the fucking last guy got back on the ship. Um, maybe one person should go check out and see why the doors open. Yeah, one. Just send one person. It's fine. No big deal. Um, and then when that one person comes doesn't come back, just send one more person. <laughs> um. Uh, so then Ripley eventually goes back there and she's like what the fuck's going on why do, why do we keep sending one person and they never come back <laughs> so I'll go because I'm the hero of this movie and I know I won't die uh, so then she confronts her um, ugly baby and uh, shoves it through a pinhole that she makes with her acid blood she's used twice yeah which is still red yep a lot cooler if it was green. That's pretty much the movie. Yeah, pretty much. You just all you forgot was the sweet, sweet b ball skills that Ripley has. Oh well, yeah. I mean, like I said, I was skipping a lot. Um, I skipped yeah. the the evil scientist that betrays them. Um, I skipped the I skipped Leland Orser, who uh is a one note actor but plays it pretty well. Um, he was exactly the same character that he was in Seven in this. Um. Winona, uh, Winona Riders is synthetic. Winona Riders is synthetic. Uh, so I hadn't actually seen this movie before. Yeah. So I thought with when with the b ball scene, I thought it was foreshadowing because I was like, oh shit, she's gonna challenge the queen at the end of the movie. <laughs> <laughs> I challenge Alien you. Four, step up to the streets. Yeah. I challenge you to Space Jam. Uh! <laughs> <laughs> oh, that was that was fantastic! Cheers. Thank you, sir. That's why you bring me here. I'm broken. <laughs> oh man! Wow. So anyway, um. Oh, wow. I don't even know where to go after that. <laughs> That's it. Thanks for listening. <laughs> uh, well, we, I mean, that that joke, as well as like several things that I asked us to skip over during me explaining the plot of this movie, uh, uh, to, go into the fact that this movie was stupid as fuck. Yeah, it was pretty bad. Let's let's talk about why this movie was trash. Yeah, um, I mean, you, you you're the guest here. Yeah, I obviously there's no other side of this argument. It's we pretty much agree it's all it's trash. 
Yeah, I mean, there's like some amusing stuff in here, and like uh, the the other than the mistake in the water scene, the water scene is pretty good. Um, but yeah, I mean, Correct. it's there, mostly irredeemable. There, there are pieces. If you look at this on paper, right, there's no excuse for it to be this bad. Like, agreed. You have yeah. a director who can direct. Although right. I don't know before this, I'm not sure how much he did, but he has the ability to direct. Yes. You have a writer who has the ability to write. Yes. Whether or not you like him, he writes coherent stories. Yeah. yeah. Coherent at the very least. Right. Yeah. Uh, there's certainly a side of the spectrum who does not enjoy his work, me included, generally. Generally, yeah. Um, but he can actually write a coherent story, and this is it. Does have a coherent story? It has. Right, a start and a finish and middle and yeah, yeah, right. And the cast is like you know every person in this movie. Yeah, like whether or not you know their name, like literally every person on the screen you recognize. You're yeah. like, yep, I know that person. Yep, I know that person. And then some of them are big name people as well. Yeah. So you take writer, director, cast, and you go, it's got to be a decent movie. Yeah, but yeah. somehow it's still trash. And established IP. Yeah, with established IP, although established IP that they burnt pretty hard. The with, last one they burnt really hard. Yes, cubes. they did. But yeah, like yeah, if I just do a, a run through of the film and the things that I hated right off the top, like the over sexualization of Ripley. Oh, yeah, which for sure. again they started in Aliens Cubed. Yeah, because yeah. it went from like strong female lead. Yes, she was sexy in Alien and Aliens. I mean, she was running around in her underwear half the time. Yeah, but you didn't have to, like, point it out. Yeah, but she was she was a badass. Yeah. And yeah. it was sexy that she was a badass. Yes. yes. And now you're they just skipped that part and just went like, yeah, Bang Bunny, right? Which yeah. is, like, ruins the whole, like, right? The original movies were all about, like, it was. It was a true, powerful female character in an original screenplay yes. yeah. that deserved the role and made an original IP that was good for women. They didn't, yeah. you know, wash over something and replace it with female characters or yeah. that bullshit. Yeah. They made a female story. Yes. And then they slowly devolved into sex symbol instead, yes. which is totally disappointing because you yeah. don't need, there's no reason to do that. Right. Yeah. And then you get into like, the whole cloning process thing that makes no fucking sense. And right. They don't really explain it, which is fine. You don't need to explain it, but it's goofy. Yeah. They talked about it enough to where it's like, this is dumb Correct. as fuck. If you explained nothing, it's fine. When yeah. you try to half-ass explain it poorly, then it's terrible. Yeah. Yeah. And then you have, like, for some reason, she has superpowers from, yeah. like, cross-genetics or some weird shit. Yeah, part of the cloning thing, being stupid, is, is that she and the alien queen are both hybrids. Yeah, which, again, is nonsense. And also is kind of a, like, doesn't make the story make sense. Because, like, as I mentioned earlier, she makes eggs because they have face huggers. Right. Yeah. So where did the eggs come from if she doesn't make eggs? Yeah, and then she yeah. stops making the eggs. Unless yeah. she also has a womb and an egg sack? I, I mean, I don't know. Yeah, it doesn't. Clean. No, it doesn't make any they sense. They don't do anything. So yeah. anyway, and then they like they do the like I said, born <clears throat> born yesterday, but still sexy. Yeah, and also like she doesn't know how to talk, and they have to teach her words, but she speaks in perfectly clear, fluent sentences when she doesn't know words. Like they're literally like fork. It's a fork. Do you understand fork? And then she like does a monologue. Yeah. You're like what? Yeah. <laughs> Like, so, like, they do the genetic memory thing, but then there's, like, gaps in it. And they say that she has gaps in her memory. They don't say, like, they, she has gaps in her formative brain functions. Yeah. <laughs> and, like, again, it's it like, okay, so why doesn't she act as if she needs, right? You would, like, yeah. pause in your, right? You know the words, but you, like, pause because you yeah. don't have them readily available. So, like, the scene that you're talking about, right? She's, like, they're, like, yeah, here's, you know... You know what a fork, uh, the, uh, Gediman, Brad Dourif, he's like, fork. And she's like, yeah, fork. Uh, so you guys are going to die because, like, aliens are evil <laughs> yeah. and the company that I worked for was trying to get them and you guys are really stupid. You're all going to fucking die. And he's like, fork? <laughs> Do you know this word? And she's like, shut the fuck up. You guys are all going to die. The aliens are bad. No, you had to squeeze in a bad joke where she says she says fork and she says fuck fuck. <laughs> You're all gonna die. And then, yeah. <laughs> and then she goes into the fucking thing. Yeah. So you have that, and then like 
what the fuck basketball scene <laughs> that's super awkward because Sigourney Weaver does not play, but she's tall in real life. Yeah. Not a basketball player. No. Definitely a theater nerd. And I, I feel like she also does not have any want or need to be anywhere near Ron Perlman. Which, and like no chemistry with him whatsoever. Yeah, possibly hated each other. Yes. Yeah. yeah and for like sure. they had to be like that close to each other for that scene. And it was just like neither one of them wanted to be there. Yeah. And My, definitely like inside the actors, I've heard that both of them are difficult to work with. So they yeah. were probably a nightmare. My my whole theory while watching that. What or while watching while watching the movie with Ron Perlman and Sigourney Weaver was that like Sigourney Weaver is a woman and Ron Perlman came in and was like this should be a man's movie and like wanted to and attempted to try to steal the show the entire movie but uh-huh. did really bad with it because like he's in stuff before this and not terrible yeah he's like, awful in this in this he yeah he's like awful. and even if. Even if, like, the character itself isn't necessarily terrible, and, like, a lot of the dialogue is really bad in general, but, like... Josh Whedon. His delivery, like, on most of his lines were really fucking weird and awkward. Yeah. And so, like, I just felt like he was just, like, wanted to be the main star and, like, couldn't handle having a woman be the main star. And I might be, like, virtue signaling him being sexist or something, but, like, that was... That was kind of my takeaway from the way it felt. Yeah, he definitely... Uh, the whole thing was weird. I literally couldn't understand his lines without subtitles. Like, he said all the words, but the way he delivered the sentence, I, like, couldn't yeah, figure out what he would, the context sense, was. Yeah. Until I, I read this, and I'd be like, oh, he was, like, making fun of the dude in the wheelchair. Yeah, so it's basically... Like, I literally couldn't process yeah, it. Yeah, it's basically, like... We understand when you're so when you when you're born into a language and you like know a language, like and you're actually fluent. You like your brain shuts off. You just understand what you're receiving, right? You're not you're not like thinking about it. Where like the way that his lines were written and the way that he said them, like if you were reading a book, like you're reading the subtitles, it makes sense because you're like you're parsing all of it as it goes. Instead of like just like unconsciously scanning it into your you know your brain like you do with with like speech and yeah. like so you, that that line would hit you and you'd just be like wait I wasn't paying attention apparently what the fuck did he say yeah and then you would read it on the subtitles and you'd be like oh okay yeah and like I don't know how I don't know how the movie was like shot like if it was shot sequentially or whatever but like at first you like or not at first in the middle of the movie there's like a couple scenes with uh the dude from csi christy gary duden is his name christy and or is his real name christy no christy is his character name name. okay yeah there's a couple scenes gary with christy where i feel like christy is like actually trying Yes. To like act and be a part of the movie. Yes. And then he has to interact with Ron Perlman. He just looks like annoyed. He's just like, ugh, (laughs) fuck this guy. Yeah, Yeah. and I I don't know where Perlman was in his career to know how bad it was or some or anything like that. But I find generally that if if I've seen an actor in something and they're good. It's the direction that has fucked everybody up. And in this movie, everyone is so bad, it almost has to be the direction they're getting that's telling them to act in a certain way. Yeah. Because, like, not only have we seen Sigourney Weaver and know she can act, we've seen her as Ripley multiple times. So she knows how to do this. Yeah. So something was going on with the direction telling her to act in a certain way that did not fit. Maybe maybe none of the cast knows how to speak French. (laughs) <laughs> it's possible you just have a guy yelling at you going do it like this and you're like what yeah so like the only person that i felt like was acting like themselves at least you know in the least right because like when you're when you have something a situation like this where like i mean sigourney should have been able to act like ripley but it was like this weird ass version of ripley so then she's like doing whatever she's told and that just didn't work yeah but like everybody else like you know these are new characters 
at the very least, just fucking act like yourself, right? If you can't understand or you can't get across what the, the director is trying to do, then act like yourself. Um, so, like, the only person that I felt was like that was Winona Ryder. Like, she was, like, the least offensive character in the movie, but she was also supposed to be the fucking synthetic. She was supposed to be, like, emotionless and nothing, where she had a bunch of emotions. Sometimes she was faking it, which they show that, and I thought that was interesting because she's yeah. acting like a human when she's not. But, um, I don't know, it was like, she was the only one that was, like, not just like making an ass of herself. Yes. yes. She was the only one I enjoyed watching. Yeah. She she wasn't bad in this, but she also didn't match the performances we saw from previous actors being synthetic. Right. Correct. You're right. right. You're yeah. right. Yeah, yeah. So which again, like you could kind of explain with like her whole the whole backstory for like her line of synthetics. Yeah. Which is uh closer to the replicants from Blade Runner. Yeah, basically they're like, they're Gen 2. <clears throat> they're made by robots um or by robots by the the Gen 1 synthetics. Yeah. Um and like they were supposed to do something and then they got shut down. Yeah. Yeah, I'm I'm kind of mad honestly like how bad this movie is cuz like you said like it should be good on paper. Like they have a lot of they have a lot of stuff here that yeah. like should have been awesome. Mm -hmm. Like so like watching it, I was like, this idea is super cool. What the fuck are you doing? Yeah. Yeah. I don't know what the fuck was going on. Yeah. It was super weird. So like all of those pieces and parts were bad. But the overall story was fine. I mean, right? They're on a yeah. space station, they're making aliens. Ripley tells them not to. The aliens get out, of course. Yeah. They have to fight them. There's a bunch of running away. Like, it has all of the... Like, it's basically aliens. Yeah. Pretty much, right? Right. There's one, and then there are more, and then you gotta fight them, and then you're running away at the last minute trying to escape the planet while destroying them. Like... Yeah. It's got all, yeah. The, it's got all the notes it's supposed to have. Just... Right. They it's weren't just like there. like fucking, like, fucking it in the ass on all of those notes. Yeah. It's like playing the same notes that make up a song, but your instrument is out of tune. Yeah. Basically. Uh, some of the effects were bad. Yeah. Um, we go over that. Um, it was better than three, though. It wasn't as bad as three. <laughs> yeah, it was mostly practical. It went back to mostly practical. Mostly practical. Yeah. The scenes that were bad were the ones that weren't practical. Pretty yep. much. Um, there's a a diver visible in the water scene, which the water scene for the most part, other than that was really good. Uh, that's not how grenades work, but especially in water. Oh, the bouncing. I forgot about the, oh, bouncing, the bouncing, bouncing, bouncing bullet, everything, bouncing bullit shot. And yeah, then that's the bouncing grenade stupid. Shot. But he's such a badass. Grenades. I mean, it depends on if they're contact or not. But I don't know. Whatever. All this. Ugh. They were timed. I mean, if they're timed, then yeah, you can bounce them. <laughs> does it? Does it have like a little crank on the side? It's like three seconds. <laughs> but ding. Oh, I totally forgot. There's like a random scene in the middle where it goes like full 100% camp Sam Raimi like battle fight. Where it's like doing all the like quick zoom into their face and then spin around them and then like yeah like just randomly for like there's like ten minutes where you're like did Sam Raimi like knock over the director and take over the camera like <laughs> yes. what the fuck just happened dude now 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 I want a Sam Raimi aliens movie <laughs> it, like it did, I was like the direction style just went totally different for this ten minute battle yeah yeah dude I don't know man it's bad shit's fucking wacky. And I hated the entire evil scientist wrapped in a cocoon, but still conscious somehow, even though that's <laughs> never been possible before, so that he can, like, expound some sort of weird diatribe <laughs> uh, uh, about her giving... Like, it was so You know why he weird. was still awake? Because the, the aliens were trying to, like, put him in the cocoon and, like, put a face hugger on him, and he got a hard on, and they got uncomfortable and just left him. <laughs> 
But it was so weird. Like every other one of them, if you're in the cocoon, you're basically dead. Yeah, you already yeah. have a uh, another alien in you, and you're like fucking out of it. Like I don't know if they like inject you with something. They never yeah. talk about that, and it's fine that they never what? talk about that. You're you're basically like a husk. In Aliens, they even break a couple of the Marines out of the cocoons, and they basically they like stumble around and then like die. Like they can't do it. They can't function. Yeah, the only person that they get out of those that is okay is Newt. Because oh, she right. just got put in it. That's right. Yeah. And they hadn't hit her with a face hugger yet. Yeah, dude. This movie's terrible. It's better than three, but not by much. Yeah. Somehow it's better than Aliens Cubed. I'm not sure how, but it, 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 it's, it is. Do we want to just like talk about trivia and goofs? Yeah. Let me talk about Aliens 3 real quick. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Russell I was not on last week's episode. He wasn't here last week. Uh, I went to a concert. Oh, um, yeah, you were supposed to talk about that on the weekly. The weekly was packed, yeah, so yeah, I'll yeah. talk about it next week. <laughs> um, so, I, when I watched Aliens 3, I was immediately fucking furious <laughs> in the first five minutes of the movie. Yep. Because you killed the most interesting character from the second movie uh which is new yeah uh right off the bat and like didn't and like what i was just i was immediately furious like newt was dead fucking kyle reese was dead like <laughs> what the fuck did you do why didn't you bring both of those characters back this is fucking stupid um and then i still continue to watch the movie with its weird fucking rapey undertones mm-hmm. not even undertones fucking overtones <laughs> like terrible absolutely hated it um so yeah that was what i thought about aliens 3 yep super dumb yeah so uh and i'll rate it when i rate this movie Oh, did we want to talk about directors? Like how all these movies have had amazing oh, yeah. directors like, or at I, least competent I directors? I think that that's super interesting because uh, Ridley Scott did the first one. Yeah. Um, I know who did the second one. Who did the second one? James Cameron? Yeah, James Cameron. James Cameron did the second one. David Fincher did the third one. Uh, Jean-Pierre did this one. Yeah, so um, Jean-Pierre also did like uh, like um, uh, um, Emily or Emil, whatever the hell the fuck, Amelia. Um, he did uh, City of Lost Children. City of Lost Children was like two years before Alien Resurrection. Um, a bunch of uh French stuff. I mean, like, he's a good director. Yeah, he did a very long engagement, which is like a like a romance yeah, movie. Yeah, very long engagement. Um, yeah, they're not... None of those movies are like Alien. Yeah, he did Alien and then was like, I'm never doing another horror movie. <laughs> Although, uh, there's the, the his most recent movie is a Netflix movie called Big Bug, which I, like, just seen pictures for. And there's a trailer. It's rated TVMA. It's on Netflix. It just came out this year. Uh, I haven't watched it yet, but I actually plan on watching it because it looks weird as fuck, and I love weird as fuck. Mm. I just thought that was interesting. Yeah, so you have like you have all these like I mean, pretty like prominent, you know, well respected like directors and like Alien was Ridley Scott's what, second movie? I don't remember. Uh, It's like it was, it was super early on into his career and like same thing with Fincher and uh, Cameron it was uh, Aliens was Cameron's second movie also like because he did Terminator yeah. right before and then well they, they kind of fell into the studio trap where like the first one was like a low budget independent horror movie sort yeah. of I mean not that low budget but like low end studio film and they were like wow what a success from that creativity by someone who wanted to make something cool. And yeah. then they gave him a bunch of money for the second one because it was like a known property, right? So, right. got to make the sequel bigger and better. And they c- kind of did it. They went in a different direction, but it worked. Yeah. 
and then after that, it's just like, let's make money off the name. And I was probably a little harder on Aliens 2 than I should have been. Or at least I feel that way now. <laughs> Having <laughs> watched these. 3 and 4. <laughs> uh, but yeah, this is actually, this looks like David Fincher's first movie. Yeah, it might have been. In, um... He did a fuck ton of music videos. Yeah. Yeah, and we heard a lot on Aliens Cubed about, right, studio interference. Yes. And, like, tons of changes to the script. So, I mean, that explains why that one is so bad. Yeah. All right, are we going down to the corner? Yeah, Yeah. let's go over to Dave's trivia corner. Billy's trivia alcove. All right, I'm in. (laughs) Billy's trivia alcove! It's smaller than Dave's corner. Ooh, neat. (laughs) (laughs) I'm a small person. Oh, God, I can't fit in there. I'll just stand outside. Russell and I will hug. (laughs) Okay, let's down for a bro hug. He's going to whisper trivia in your ear. This explains some trivia as well. So Sigourney Weaver originally refused to do a fourth (laughs) alien movie. When asked why she changed her mind, she replied, they basically drove a dump truck full of money to my house. So, yeah, that, that would explain a lot. Okay, yep. Okay, let's see. No, I mean, that was my first question was like, how the fuck did they get her to do this? Yeah, we didn't look, I didn't look at the budget. I think it was like 75 million or something. Yeah, it's about what it was. So, 20 of it was for her. <laughs> pro- yeah, I'm probably. Guessing. Okay, um, so pre-production was underway. They couldn't find the original Alien Queen. Just gone, right? (laughs) The molds were damaged. So they actually had to go back to a fan, had a life-size puppet, and they had to use that to make molds. So luckily, someone kept something because the studio, like, lost all the shit somehow. That's hilarious. They probably should have checked Ripley's basement for the Alien Queen. (laughs) She snuck that bitch out in a U-Haul. Yeah. Oh, wow. I would have not have guessed this. So, Sigourney Weaver made the behind-the-back half-court basketball shot successfully after three weeks of basketball practice tutored by a basketball coach. Huh. That's like... Eh, Okay. I don't believe that. I'm amazed that she spent three weeks learning basketball for a shitty two-minute scene. Yeah. It was supposed to be half the movie. Dude, it should have been. Also directed by Sam Raimi. Because that's, yeah, that whole movie, that whole idea, and directed by Sam Raimi. Gross. Would have been stupid, but I'd at least enjoyed it. It would have been funny. (laughs) For about five minutes. Oh, here's a good one. Uh, Ron Perlman nearly drowned while filming the underwater sequence. Oh, shit. At one point, while trying to surface, he hit his head on a sprinkler in the ceiling, knocking him unconscious, and had to be rescued by nearby film crew members. Holy fuck. I would not have guessed a sprinkler as Ron Perlman's weakness. No. Ew, that's creepy. So the full-size newborn animatronic puppet was originally filmed with genitals that were a mix between male and female genitals. They had to be digitally removed on studio orders. That sounds right. <laughs> yeah, now I'm also amazed that the studio made a good call. So it had this <laughs> it had the weird saggy boob pumpkin face and also hermaphrodite genitals. That thing was creepy enough already. Yeah. (laughs) Like, not good creepy either, right? Like, no. Like, it was so bad it was creepy. Like, that's where we're at on that. Gross. Like, I don't want to look at it. I don't want to watch a movie that that is in. That's how I feel about Danny DeVito as the penguin. (laughs) I understand. (laughs) So. Jean-Pierre wanted to have a scene where a mosquito bites Ripley, then vanishes into smoke because of her acid blood. 
he dropped the idea when the SFX team told him how much that would cost. Also, that nobody told him how stupid it was. Yeah, to have mosquitoes in a fucking spaceship. Oh. I mean, they had to get the acid blood in there somehow. That's why they punched her in the mouth in the basketball scene. Fuck. Now I definitely want to blame the whole movie being bad on the director. Yeah. Let's see. Do you just want to add a random, really fucking stupid scene? That is not neat. <laughs> yeah, it's a little tough. It's it's actually hard to find good trivia because this movie is that bad. <laughs> go to the goofs, man. Oh, here we go. Sigourney Weaver was paid $11 million. Oh, I was only nine off. Which was the entire budget of Alien 1979. <laughs> you go, Sigourney. I'm proud of you. I like that one. Oh, wow. Yeah. Director Jean-Pierre spoke almost no English at the time of shooting and had translators on set at all times. Oh, shit. (laughs) What the fuck, man? (laughs) So we were correct, and they couldn't understand what the fuck he wanted, so they just tried random shit until he was happy. Was he happy? Well, until he gave up yelling at them. Yeah. What a fucking train wreck. Oh, fuck. That's hilarious. Oh, my God. Okay. Let's see. Let's go. Let's check out some goofs. I know of at least one Shane already pointed out. Oh, and it's the very first one on here. So, in this, Ripley and one of the doctors, I don't remember which one. Oh, Dr. Gediman. Uh, yeah. Both refer to her dying on Fury 16. Yep. But the planet from Alien Cubed is actually Fury 161. Yep. So they're just wrong. Again, who knows what script they were working Like, Joss, they could have been like, here's the script from Alien 3. And he was like, what the fuck? None of this happened in the movie. Yeah. And so, yeah, who knows? I mean, he couldn't go to fucking uh, Family Video and rent the fucking movie and watch it. All that Buffy money. Yeah. Send a fucking PA, a grip. To fucking go get it. Maybe. Maybe he fell asleep. Probably did. All right, let's Probably see. I got distracted uh, by someone's... In the fight in the gym. Wow, I forgot genitals. they fought in the basketball scene, too. <laughs> the pumpkin uh, head things, genitals. He got, he got distracted <laughs> by those. <clears throat> That's why they had to fucking remove him, because fucking they caught Josh trying to fuck it. <laughs> <laughs> That's why they were there in the first place. He wrote him in. <laughs> <laughs> I'm a fuck that animatronic. <laughs> Yes, sir. How do I get a studio to build me a sex robot? I write it into a script. Make it gross. <laughs> what? What? Where, where were you at? Sorry. <laughs> Sorry yeah. Yeah. Uh, so there, there was a fight scene in the gym. I had forgotten that they fought. They had oh, to like, yeah. test her strength or whatever. Uh, Ripley hits Christy with the basketball and knocks oh, him down. Oh yeah, yeah. And he's like holding a barbell. Yep. Only. In the next shot, when he falls over, he's not holding a barbell, yeah. and they like don't make any noises or like references to him dropping. Yeah, it's just, just poofs. Yeah. Yep, it's gone. Uh, let's see. Uh, when Ripley awakens in the alien nest, uh, the shot opens on one of the scientists speaking about evolution. Get him in. Despite the speech delivered in his voice, the actor seems to just be making random movements with his mouth, as if he's literally saying blah blah blah. So I'm, I'm guessing they like ADR'd it. Oh yeah. Uh, Joss hasn't written the epic dialogue yet. Just we'll do it later. Yeah. <laughs> we'll catch it in ADR. Yeah, he never wrote the epic dialogue. <laughs> he just wrote something. Let's see. When Ripley's taken to the main alien hive, she opens with "Get him in cocooned on the wall." That's the same. Oh, that's one. the same one, just written differently. Yep. Thanks. Thanks, guys. That was Jaws going on to the site to fix it. Uh, oh, when Ripley undergoes surgery, Gediman cuts her chest below her breasts. Later, when she checks the scars which appear in the upper section of the chest between her breasts. And, and then, then later it's all, it's gone all And together. then even later, later, yeah, it's just gone completely. Yeah. There's no scar at all. Some, okay. The person who caught that was masturbating. That's a possibility. I mean, I wasn't masturbating and I noticed that the scar moved. I mean, it was very, very, like, 
look at boobs. Like the first like 10 minutes <laughs> of the film was like, yeah. look at boobs. Look at boobs again. Oh, the figure eight on Ripley's arm is missing in some scenes. Yeah. yeah I believe that. I think there's a thing about the acid blood. Oh, I did notice this, but I didn't realize it at the time. When she's playing basketball, she has short nails and they're like dark and you like very obviously see it because she's spinning a basketball on her yep. fingers. And then later they're like bright green and pointed like talons. Yep. When she's like fingering the like chest wound on call. Oh, and I saw this like seven times. Christy draws his guns and like uses them and then they like disappear. And then sometimes they're on his arms and sometimes the gauntlet things are gone and they're tucked in his pants and like yeah. <laughs> just yeah. all over the place. I did, bad. I did notice that one. Some of these I didn't notice because I couldn't pay that much attention to this movie. <laughs> she has acid blood and they like cut her open with random tools and yeah. pulled stuff out of her yeah. with random tools and none sense. of it burned. That's fucking silly. Oh, and then, yeah, Shane pointed this one out, too. So, at the end of the film, right, she cuts her hand, she, like, feels up the alien's mouth, and it was, like, really yeah. weird. You're like, what the fuck? And it's so she can cut her hand on its human teeth. Yeah. Because that was an evolutionary step to get human grindy cow teeth. Yeah. For some reason. Uh, she cuts her hand, and then she flips blood off of that hand to bust the window. And then, like, two seconds later... She uses that same bleeding hand to like grab a hold of a chain to stabilize herself and it doesn't yeah. like melt from acid blood. Yeah. She just hangs on. It's because she can control her acid blood. She's that badass. Oh shit. Maybe it's acid, maybe it's not. Oh god. She can never have sex on her period. I mean, not if she can can't control it. Unless she's like not worried about it. And you can see a diver in the underwater scene. Yeah. Shane said that. Okay, that's enough. This is crap. The, the trivia is crap. The goof is crap. <laughs> yeah! yeah. <laughs> <laughs> trivia alcove. Let's get the fuck out of here. It's warm. Uh, all right. Well, let's rate this movie. I'm going to give it a five. Because it's a movie. How generous. And it, and it, well, I'm giving it a five because it's better than Cubed. Okay, I think it's, I think it's three better than Cubed. Okay, I was gonna say, didn't you give Cubed a two? I gave Cubed a two. Okay, I think it's three better than Cubed. Cubed was so bad that this trash heap is still a five. Well, four and a half. I'll give it four and a half. Uh, there's so much wrong here. This is like terrible acting out of people that we know can act. Um. Terrible writing from people that we know. Like we've gone over it. Yeah, it sucks. The trivia, the trivia wasn't even fucking amusing. Russell, what do you got? Uh, so I'm gonna start off by giving Aliens three a two point five. Not even the title. Alien cubed. Alien cubed. Whatever. The third installment of the Alien franchise. Sure. Gets a two point five. Um. I mostly hated it. I'm ge I'm only giving it a 2.5 because I mostly enjoyed Sigourney Weaver and I uh, did enjoy uh, Charles Dance's performance. Oh yeah, the doctor that dies in like five minutes? Yeah, I, and I was mad that he died yeah. uh, because I was like, no, don't kill Charles. I want to see the, him in the rest of the movie, please. And yeah. then he died and I was like, what the fuck? This is trash. Yeah. Uh, again, because you're you've you've killed every character I've cared about in shitty ways. Not that you've killed them. I don't care if characters die. Like I want to care when they die. But you killed three characters that I actually liked throughout the franchise so far in super shitty fucking ways. Yep. So uh, I didn't care for that. Um, but it, it gets two point five. Um. Alien 4 Resurrection. Fuck, I don't know. The title's at least, like, kind of cool and makes sense for what they were going for, I guess. Sure. Um, I honestly... I, I don't feel strongly about this being better than 3. Um, I, I would say it is, is slightly better. Uh, partially because the, like, the pacing was 
slightly better, but the pacing for both movies is still garbage. And, like, pacing is a fundamental element of storytelling. And of these movies. Yeah. Like, the the pacing of the first two is fucking phenomenal. Yeah, the pacing of the first two I, was good. Like, even, even the dynamic switch. Like, you know, I said I was probably a little harder on Aliens 2 than what I should have been. But, um... Like, these... Uh, these movies, uh, they're both like garbage. Like, I just don't, I don't understand. Um, so, uh, along with the long list of things that we've listed being wrong with uh, Alien Resurrection, um, it just like the fundamentals of storytelling are non existent for this movie, too. Uh, and that like hurt me. It, like, I couldn't stay focused on the movie, I couldn't pay attention to it. Like, I yeah. just, it, it didn't there was no draw there was like and you know like we mentioned taking Sigourney Weaver's character and turning her into whatever the fuck they turned her into for this movie like just didn't make sense changing her a little bit because of what you've done with like making her like a hybrid like would make sense yeah but the way it was executed didn't uh so this movie gets a three okay uh, I had settled right where Shane did on a four and a half. I was, I was like four. Is it a five? Somewhere in there. And then I was like, yeah, four and a half makes sense. Obviously, because it's right between the two. Yeah, that's how math works. <laughs> <laughs> uh, this movie made us stupider. Yeah, I think so. Actually, it was tough. Um, because yeah, it was definitely better than Aliens Cubed. Sure. Um, but yeah, not not much better. No, but better. Like I said, it was a movie. You could watch it. I don't know that I could watch Aliens 3 again. I didn't. I watched Alien and Aliens to yeah. listen to you guys, but I didn't watch Alien Cube. I was like, that movie's really bad. Yeah. I don't think I'm <laughs> going to watch that. So then I watched this one, and yeah, not great. It was interesting. I I would love to see what they could do, like maybe if they understood the director or something. I don't Yeah, yeah. Because like I said, the story had all the pieces it needed. It just wasn't there. And I, I love Sigourney Weaver in basically everything she's in. She's awesome, but mm-hmm. not this. Yeah. And Winona Ryder is, like, always awesome, but not really in this. Yeah. And Ron Perlman can be awesome. but he not, not in this. Because, <laughs> yeah. um, I mean, war, war never changes. No, it doesn't. But Ron Perlman changes. <laughs> Apparently. <laughs> <laughs> Uh yeah yeah we've said it it's I mean it's a four and a half it's pretty much trash okay so two four and a halfs and a three <sighs> wow we're doing great um so yeah. that's gonna do it for this one yeah. uh we're gonna do uh Prometheus next yep yep okay oh is that the next one yeah, yeah. so Prometheus well there's the A V P stuff but we're gonna go and do predators all the predator movies and then the A V P stuff uh after we've done both okay. yeah somehow i looked forward to prometheus after these trash movies yeah i was still like i love alien i would watch shit about other stuff around alien yeah sweet all right thanks for coming on billy uh thank you everyone for listening uh like subscribe find the other show on youtube uh you can find us on all the social medias searching for drafty quarters productions you can also find us on patreon and subscribe for one dollar a month uh so that we can try to do this more professionally um and do other stuff involving this. I tried to friend you on MySpace, but I couldn't find you. <laughs> we are not on, We're not MySpace. on MySpace. Oh. <laughs> I should probably go make a MySpace page. <laughs> who wants to be on our top eight? Let us know. Hit us up. Yeah. It's going to be anyone who donates to the Patreon, I'll tell you right now. <laughs> yeah. Donate to our Patreon and send us an email if you want to be in our My- MySpace top eight. DraftDQ at gmail.com. You can also send us any questions or comments you have. Um, and we appreciate all of your correspondence. Correspondence. We, yeah, we still, Billy, we still don't have video on this one. Oh, yeah. 
we read them on the other show on uh, uh, the DQP Weekly uh, with our host Dave. But Bill, Bill from Indy was our host this week. Um, he had not had a shave and uh, put a suit on yet. He got the shows mixed up. Anyway, thanks for listening. Have a wonderful day. Goodbye. You did it. You saved the earth. That's all the effort that this movie deserves. This has been a production of the Drafty Quarters Podcast Network.